You are very welcome back to the program. Now, my next guest is a local entrepreneur who, in short, is turning old clothes into piles of cash. That man is Keen Charlton. Welcome to the program, Keen. Hi, Jack. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Well, Keen, it's you've had a storied career. I don't know how old you are, but you're, you're very young. And already you've had a few business interests we were talking about. But first, let's get off with your latest business, which is vintage clothing. I mean, what exactly is the boom in vintage clothing? And tell me a little about the, biz, about the business. Yeah, so uh, vintage clothing just seems to have taken off altogether in the past maybe two, three years. There's always been vintage stores around the country and stuff like that. I'm sure you're well aware. But I feel like since the pandemic, loads of like younger people, and by the way, I'm 24, just gone, um, have started up their own kind of like side hustles by getting some vintage clothes, like selling them on Depop, making their own web pages, making some Instagram pages. And that's where I started off. And obviously it's going quite well. When did you start it? Uh, started in and around like slowly started, eased into it March 2020. So just when like COVID became like a thing in Ireland for real. And talk, um, talk, lost. talk to me about the procuring process of actually getting the clothes. Oh, that's top secret now, Jack. But <laughs> basically they come from all over the place. Like I, I get some like nice bits from like some lots of charity shops around the country, bring them into the, into the shop and like, put a little bit of money on top of them like that. But like it takes the effort out of other people going around searching every single charity shop. There's suppliers of like wholesale vintage clothing in the UK, Italy, America. So I get stuff from several, several sources. And is there something that you have your eye on or is there a, a kind of a general, you know, are you looking for maybe football jerseys with guys and uh, hoodies with girls or is there uh, is there a guideline that you yeah. use? No, not really. I kind of just pick whatever I like. So if I see something I like, I pick it up. Uh, if I see something that I think somebody else would like, I pick it up and I buy it and I put it into my shop. Was it a risk starting the vintage clothing business? I think you were just about to say it before, but you obviously you were you know working in some capacity before the lockdown yeah. happened. Yeah, I was working in a bar, a nightclub in Dublin. So um, kind of like shifty kind of work with uh, Get the Shifts, it's called. And since work dried up with that, I needed some way to like pay the bills and pay college fees and stuff. So um, I got rid of, I actually started selling my own clothes first. And then I thought I could make this into a little bit of a business and just source clothes elsewhere. It's and quite bleak to, to have to sell your own clothes, but it's turned into what seems to be quite yeah. a, a booming business. Yeah, I wouldn't call it booming business now. It, it has its it has its ups and downs. It has it has its good days and its and its quiet days. To be honest, uh, I'm lucky to be in the position to open a physical store, um, so it's going well to a certain extent. But it definitely does take a lot of hard work and time and effort behind the scenes. And that's the captivating element about this is not only do you have the online store for the past year, you've recently opened up a place in Kilshamaw. That's right, yeah, the Vintage Plaza. Um, we opened up a place on Thomas Street here in Kelchimah. It's renamed. It used to be called the Electric Mouse. I'm not sure if any of your listeners might have heard of it or been there back in the day. It closed about 12 years ago. It was an old bar and nightclub. So um, a local guy, PJ Stade, who owns a Claydon hotel here on Main Street, he had bought the Electric Mouse and decided to do it up, and it was up for rent. So I took the rental agreement with them for the shop and said I'd give it a go and bring some life back to Kelchimah and back to Mayo because there's no other vintage shops or anything really in the west of Ireland bar maybe one or two in Galway. So, What kind of work did you end up having to do on the store? 
Um, everything it was rooted out altogether. Lots of build, lo- lots of structural work had to be done. We put up some perspex roofs on the old smoking area and out the back, and like the back veranda smoking area. The floors had to be sanded. About three millimeters had to be taken off the floor because they were like all like kind of rotted, kind of like that. All the paint, all the walls had to be painted. Kind of a lot of them had to be replastered. We had to sand everything down, paint all the walls, put up some units, put up some rails. Lots, lots, and lots, lots of work. And when did you launch? We opened just five weeks ago. We opened on the fifth of June. How has it been so far? Yeah, really good. Yeah, the reaction's been pretty good. Like people are coming from all over the place: Castlebar, Westport, Galway, Sligo, Meads. Like people really are traveling, which is great to see. Like they tried, I did a pop up shop in December as well, which people travel to because um, and like that's kind of what gave me the idea just to do it full time. Stocking a physical store must be very different to stocking an online store. Yeah, there's some trouble, some difficulties arise. Like it's kind of hard to manage the online store and the physical store as well. Because like if Johnny, Mary and Pat all buy three or four items each on a Thursday morning here in store, I have to delete them online before you buy it Mm. the next day, etc. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of hard to stay on top of it in that way, but it is working. I'm trying to. I, I'm slowly. I'm getting. I'm getting used to it. And as so you said, as you said earlier, of course, it seemed like everybody and their dad was launching some sign, some kind of vintage <laughs> clothing store. But you've obviously, you've obviously carved yourself out. Is there a way you went about doing that? Um, just kind of hard work and effort and not giving up on it. It's easy to lose faith and not make a sale for a week or two and like get maybe a, get a selection of clothing that isn't really that nice and you think is nice, people aren't buying and stuff like that. You might have a slow week, but like, it's just about like staying at it. I, I, I just kept going through it regardless of the quiet weeks and making no sales for X amount of days. Just kept trudging on, getting new stock, like reinvesting in the business and just staying at it really staying at it now of course as well the interesting uh, component of course of the physical store is you're not exactly open monday to friday nine to five your opening hours are a little bit different they are indeed we're open thursday to sunday 12 to 6. and why is that um i feel i felt like there wasn't much need to have a vintage clothes shop open in kelchma in the west of ireland seven days a week uh, weekends are when most people aren't working and when most people are spending the money they've earned all week and that's when I work so I'm a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday activity man but uh, Thursday to Sunday is working well it's kind of like a weekend kind of a treat thing it's like a bit of a destination you can bring the kids or bring your friends get a coffee get an ice cream and have a look around with some vintage clothes Now Keen, in the past 20 minutes before I sat down to have this conversation with yourself an interesting development occurred because of course I had seen 35mm vintage and I had no clue who was behind it and eventually I went searching the actual person I was going to be talking to and it turned out that it was yourself, Keen Charlton. And then I remembered, Keen Charlton had DJed many events I'd been to. Uh, we were talking off mic <laughs> about a Brafy disco you did where there was a, a, a Simpsons screen in the background. And I had actually even reached out to yourself because at 14, yeah. I decided I was going to uh, enter the events business. And I reached out to you for a quote. And, uh, you know, we had some, <laughs> some sort of back and forth. So you were a DJ and an entrepreneur even before this business. 
I wasn't DJ. I used to like, as you said, DJing for Froga discos and teenage discos around the country, actually. Uh, but mainly in Mayo when I was probably 17, 18, 19. Um, and then I was doing like 21st and I was up in college in Dublin then after that. So I was doing some gigs up there and running my own events up there in Dublin uh, called Reset. I don't know if any of your listeners remember that. But um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, I've always kind of been involved in some sort of entrepreneurial kind of business, you could say. Um, have you given so, yeah, up the decks? Friends. Have you stopped spinning the decks? No, I still have them. They're still in my bedroom. Uh, I use them every now and again, not as much. I'm looking forward to stuff be, being reopened and some gigs becoming available again. It's definitely something I want to get back into again. I love it. And of course, in your physical store, you now do yoga, which is a little bit of a bizarre move, but I'm sure at some point you'll probably add in some music, some live spinning from yourself. Is there any other plans <laughs> you have for the physical store? There's a couple of plans in the pipework now at the minute. Yeah, we're looking at getting um, turning the old smoking area, which is kind of like a coffee garden, into more of a pool room. So I'm looking at a pool table at the minute, looking at trying to get one of them sorted. Uh, we it might end up being having we might end up having like pool tournaments on a Tuesday evening or a Wednesday evening that isn't in a pub, which might be nice um, for some people that are around the town or around the area that might want to drink on a Wednesday night, but would love it pool tournament or just a bit of socializing when Efton opens back up again to the looking to the future it seems like you may be the only place in mayo that is a place or hangout spot almost for younger people yeah nearly at this stage unfortunately it's a sad thing that there isn't many places for us to hang out um that don't involve alcohol (laughs) (laughs) um i found so yeah, definitely it's, uh, what I wanted to do is make it like a nice place to come and browse, and look around, artwork, clothes, get a coffee, get an ice cream. You don't have to be buying clothes to come here, pop in for a game of pool, pop in for a chat. Um, yeah, that's what I want to create and it's getting there, it's getting there. We've only been, I've only been open five weeks, so there's a lot more coming down the line. Well, of course, for uh, any of our listeners out there, it's open, as he said, Thursday to Sunday. What is it, two to six? 12 to, 12 to 6. Okay, so you've got even yes. more times to browse. And of course, I'm sure the vintage selection is excellent this weekend. It is indeed. I have lots of new stock picked up yesterday. So um, yeah, there's hundreds of new items. I'm actually working on them right now over here behind us, photographing them, getting them prepped for online. So there'll be a, there'll be a huge restock this weekend and probably every weekend. I'm going to really try and push it as hard as I can. Well, coming weeks and months. That is the story, of course, of Keen Charlton from DJ to the vintage clothes business, a uh, excellent entrepreneur in Kilshima. Thanks so much, Keen. Thanks, William Jack.